Two best friends in a room, they might kiss. Yes, we will. What? What the hell did I just watch? What, what is going on? I, okay. So um, that, it gets worse. Uh, by the way, welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. And in case you missed the Oscars last weekend, which you probably did, because nobody watches that garbage anymore, Jamie Lee Curtis took home a trophy for Best Supporting Actress in the movie Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, which I also did not see. She was interviewed by the Today Show yesterday, and she gave quite the interesting response when asked if she had named her Oscar yet. Watch. Hey. Oh, look at this. <laughs> here, here they are. Have we named her? What's her I'm, I'm in support of my daughter, Ruby. I'm, I'm having them be a they, them. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm going to just call them them, they, oh. them. And oh. um, they are doing great. Oh. And uh, they're settling in, um, mm. and um, I couldn't, I mean, I just, in my life, I never thought in a million years that I would have this couple days, and I'm, I'm um, very, very moved by the whole thing. Mm. Mm. Wow, she sounds really mentally stable. Uh, is she aware that the statue is not a real person and does not need pronouns? Also, there's only one of them. I have many questions, including what is the story behind Jamie Lee Curtis's son, who now goes by Ruby? Hmm, well, he calls himself a trans furry and goblin lover. I feel like that's internet slang for something gross, but I kind of don't want to know what it means, so I didn't look it up. And man, guys, look at that. Is he pretty or what? Yeah, that is the epitome of beauty. These are very stable people. I am completely convinced that anyone Hollywood touches becomes mentally ill. Like, congratulations on your supporting role. You now have bipolar disorder. Wow, you got the lead in the new movie. You've just been diagnosed with schizophrenia. Grew up being the child of a famous Hollywood actor. Congratulations, you're now going to chop off your... So does Hollywood attract the weirdos or does it turn them into weirdos? Are these people psychotic before they get to Hollywood or is this like something in the water? I don't know, but here to help me break this down and much, much more are two people who may not be happy that they're here right now. I don't know. We've got Blaze TV contributor and founder of Ripiverse Comics, Eric July, also Blaze TV host of Pat Gray Unleashed, Pat Gray himself. Uh, thank you for being here, guys. Um, so, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take the swear jar. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't plan to say it. It just slipped out. I, I was going to say the word penis, and I just thought it, it, you know, there's just something about it that just doesn't get the point across sometimes unless mm -hmm. you use the right words. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so tired of this. And it just seems mm -hmm. to, to be happening. Look, it's happening at a much prevalent uh, rate in Hollywood, uh, 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 in all of society, but seemingly more in Hollywood, they're just all freaking crazy. Why? 
uh, I think it's a prerequisite to kind of be a part of Hollywood. You have to be kind of egotistical, you have to be narcissistic, and you have to be just an absolute lunatic. So this is why a lot of them, let me say this, because to your point, like it's been happening everywhere, but it seems to be like a higher concentration when it comes to Hollywood and definitely their children with them being on some like, Weird stuff being yeah. through these gender changes or whatever it is they're going through. Furries Think about how weird, long ago Angelina Jolie yeah. had their their daughter whatever lived it was. as a boy, a yeah. boy, and then now is living as a girl again. Exactly, that was a long time ago, and yeah. they were still doing it. Yeah, it's it's there's something there, but I think what this sort of embodies is I think I don't want to say why they do it, but it seems to lend itself to that idea because. The first thing that this person does is signals, right? They get they get the freaking award, and which doesn't really make sense. I guess this is a thing that they name their awards, and then they say, "I'm gonna name it a they them." It's like naming it her or he. Like it's stupid, right? You wouldn't yeah. even think of that. Naming it in, in, in general is kind of weird, but either way, it's, it's like it's called Oscar. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it's it, your Oscar. Yeah, like it's still a bizarre thing yeah. either way that it goes. But of course, she used it as a way to kind of signal, like, and this is what it is for them. This for this for them, it's a it's a vehicle for all this sort of weirdness that we're dealing with in gender. And so she looks at it like, hey, look at me. I'm great. I'm, I'm righteous. I'm just because uh, my son, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. is now going by what, <laughs> whatever they are going by. And, yeah, it doesn't speak to any mental illness or anything. This is just a supportive mother. And there's nothing nefarious going on. Uh, so I want to I want to add a, a quote that she said backstage because it's just it's perplexing to hear these women make these statements that are really they're advocating against themselves, but then they turn it back around and start talking in circles. So she's she was questioning like how do you degender the categories because she doesn't like that there's actor and actress. That's what, I I don't know what it's what phobic it is, but it's a phobic. One of them. It's one of those phobics. I don't know. And uh, she said, to but yet, to de-gender the categories, I'm concerned that will diminish the opportunities for more women, which is something I've been working hard to promote. The most important thing is inclusivity and more women. Basically, just more women anywhere, anytime, all at once. Like, but you, but you, just, sa- but you just said that you wanted to de-gender the... Mm-hmm. What women are you talking? Like, she's just talking in circles here, including buzzwords, I guess. Yeah, they don't have to make sense anymore. I guess They're in not. Hollywood. They don't have to make sense. They're all millionaires. <laughs> uh, I, You know, it, it's gotten to the point now where, and she was in a movie called Halloween. At mm-hmm. Halloween, you can't dress up as a Native American because that's cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. But I can pretend to be a woman right. all I want, and that's not gender appropriation. What right. do you? How is that making any sense to anybody? It's absolutely bizarre, <laughs> and the whole breakdown of society's protection of mm-hmm. and concern for women completely gone, completely out the window. And I guess it's bound to happen in a place like Hollywood, where you get a hundred. Uh, and 50 A-list celebrities together, and they're all progressive. Mm -hmm. And they all live in this little bubble. So now you're going to name your Oscar? It's already got a name. Right. It's Oscar. Oscar. (laughs) Have you ever heard that? I've never heard that question before. I haven't either. Uh, Why did you name your Oscar? (laughs) She must have been told to ask that question. That's actually a great point. So that she could get the they, them bull crap out of the way. That's a better better point. Yeah, yeah, that is a really good point. Because that was what struck me too when I watched it. I was just like, 
Wait, they name them? Yeah, weird. I don't, it's just, it's a it's a trophy and it's called an Oscar. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it feels like the name's already there. I don't understand. It does feel that way. I'm sure that was completely set up, just like going back to the Dylan Mulvaney, Drew Barrymore thing. We talked about it yesterday on the show where she, Drew Barrymore knelt and talked to, to him, you know, knelt on the ground mm -hmm. to talk to her, her, she's subservient to her master. And it's like, okay, you guys really think that this isn't staged? This right. Is, this is all stage. This is all. This is all complete theater. Um, it's really, really sad to see. Uh, but I guess the good news is that their ratings keep going further and further down. Yeah. Nobody's going to the movies anymore. Nobody's watching these award shows anymore. I mean, did you guys? Did you guys watch it? Not for one second. No. Have you? I, I, can't, I didn't even I know it's on. What were we doing Sunday? Usually we play Mario Kart. But, I can't uh, remember yeah. the last time I watched. Oh, it's been a long an time. An award show. Me. What's the Oscars when Will Smith slept, homie? Was that it last year? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so it was the Oscars. Yes. Okay. Uh, maybe that was some people tuned in to see if someone was going to get punched maybe for a little bit. But outside <laughs> of that, I don't know. Any Hollywood's in trouble right now. No. I mean, I talk about the people that don't want to bore people to death with all those details. Cause I talk about this stuff all the time. Like on my channel, you know, it had this like $180 million, like, well, it's 150 I think, that was Scarlett Johansson was in with Netflix that just got axed. Like, they just really? are not coming out with it. It was not mm -hmm. going to make any money anyway. Uh, we know Ant Man just lost money. Uh, it's not gonna make maybe five hundred. It's not gonna make five hundred million, meaning that it, it had to have six hundred million to break even. And that was like supposed to be this big blockbuster film for Mar Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hollywood's in trouble right now. They've lost their charm completely. Mm -hmm. And really, the only people that seem to like them is the people like themselves. And that's why the Oscars, Oscars are so attractive to them. But also the the material itself. On a serious note, if you wonder why, even if you aren't one of those guys like myself who I'll look at this stuff and I'll see it for what it is. Even if you are a normie, you can see that there has been a quality change, like in really just movies in mm -hmm. in general. But going back to those awards, like between those guys, between like BAFTA awards as well, they have baked into their their um, like uh, rules that basically you can't even be eligible for these awards unless you check this many boxes, right? Mm -hmm. You have this mm -hmm. amount of uh, people that are in uh, underrepresented or minority groups and all that. So you're not really hiring people that are best for the jobs right. in any position from that, from the like producers all the way up. So you're getting just bad mundane material. The bit that was just hilarious about her talking out of both sides of her mm -hmm. mouth with the whole jet, that's been done already. And there was, I can't remember what award show it was before where that had got done and then no women had won. Uh, in terms of like when they try to do the genderless <laughs> award. So that's what's going to end up uh, inevitably right. happening mm -hmm. anyway. It's like, all right, cool, you want to do that, and then they're going to be griping and say, where, where are all the women? Right. So they're just trying to have it both ways, and that's going to be impossible. Mm -hmm. But Hollywood's in for a rude awakening. I, and I don't know if they're going to ever recover. We're seeing a lot of alternatives start to uh, uh, pop up. We got our good friend here, that's kind of uh, Steve Dace, entering into kind of that that realm as well. Like, this is the this is a, going to be a cultural renaissance, and they're not going to be a part of it. So, so then, so I don't know how much you did you have you seen Ant, the new Ant Man? No. Okay, I haven't either. I heard. Tell me if this is accurate. If you know, Eric, I heard that it actually is not like woke at all. Well, mm. I mean, depending on what you define it as, I can see that. However, it does uh, have Hank Pym for one. He says a line about socialism, uh, where he praises it. He says, like, do we okay. have something to learn from uh, from socialism? And also, if you consider, like, what I do, like the race swaps and all that mm -hmm. stuff, you know, with uh, what's his name? I can't remember uh, his name now. He's in the Creed film as well. He's playing um, 
uh, a Kang the Conqueror. He's mm -hmm. not black, by the way, in, in any comics. So they're still doing all that weird okay. stuff as well. Okay. Okay. But maybe not as on the nose. Not I wouldn't as know. Much. Maybe not as on the nose. But either way, it's just dead on arrival. Well, and that's what I was going to say is like, I, I feel like people. They did that for so long that people, it turned so many people off. Look that at that now, last phase. Like they had Eternals, like where they like, everybody was race swapped and gay, basically, in, right. in that whole deal. And yeah. then you had all these various weird films and stuff that they were coming out with in this. The latest Thor movie. Yeah, the latest Thor with the yep. female Thor, yep. Uh, yep. with yep. The Jane Foster's Thor. Mm -hmm. There was all kinds of, like, they were going, I guess they were riding on that high of Infinity War and Endgame. Mm -hmm. And they thought, well, we were just crapping out because they were. Like, Captain Marvel of all movies made a billion dollars. Like, that lets you know they could they could crap out a billion dollar film. <laughs> now, they, it, it, they're losing money. A lot of these films are just not making money. And it's not just them. You know, like Ant-Man has a Chinese box office, right? Which a lot of these movies, his predecessors didn't like in his previous phase. They got that and he's still not going to make money. That needed 600 million to break to at, at his break even point. And it looks like it's going to end at like maybe 470, 490 million dollars. That, that's a that's a flop by all yeah. uh, occurrences. That's a flop. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the average American is just. Not, uh, just they're not, not going. Not interested well, I mean, anymore. things were really crippled in the film industry by uh, the pandemic, mm -hmm. but then it kind of recovered, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit to a certain extent. And then I think the films started getting uh, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And there's very few good movies that you, I, I that at least I've wanted to see. Top yeah. Gun, maybe though. That was the only one. Yeah, I think was the really one. the last one I was really excited about. Yeah, it really was the only one, um, which. I mean, I guess you could say it was, it was, uh, oh, it was too patriotic. I'm sure the left. They, no, they have already said that. No. Oh, I'm not even joking. No. We, were, we were covering oh, yeah. this on, on our shows uh, last week. They absolutely have been. There's been articles been wrote about oh, that. About how it's uh, And they glorified the military. Yeah, all of that. So they have 100% done that already. So, yeah. Yep. But look at like what that movie uh, was on a serious note. Like Tom Cruise, where he would come out, he would just be, he was thanking the audience. He's like, "Hey, I just wanted, we just want to make good film." Like that's a throwback to how films used to be. Yeah. Like people just mm -hmm. want to go to the movies, right. not really be lectured at, right. not to beat over the head or anything with all of this nonsense. Mm -hmm. And the one guy that comes up and just says, "Okay, that's all we'll do," seems to make a bunch of money. Right. Right. And they can't seem to figure it out what it is that people want. Like, oh, instead we just want. I don't know, black version of uh, Little Mermaid. Like, yeah, okay. That, that's dead on arrival, too, by the way. <laughs> um, all right. we uh, Let's go ahead and take a break. We're going to be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Chamonix. So uh, they have a really, really great line of skincare products. My favorite is the immediate effects, which you put under your eyes. And, it, I mean, you... They call it immediate effects because you literally feel it as soon as you put it under your eyes. You can feel this cooling, and it really, really works uh, to make it nice and smooth under there. And also, uh, you know, you look less tired during the day. Um, it, they have a tremendous line. Um, that's just my favorite. So I really suggest that you check it out if you maybe are looking in the mirror and you're like, you know... Uh, I feel like the pandemic aged me about 150 years. You don't have to live like that. You've got to try Chamonix. Uh, and by the way, these the immediate effects is guaranteed to last for 12 hours or you're going to get your money back. So you have nothing to lose. You can go to GenuCell.com to see for yourself with 70% off their most popular package. This includes the classic under-eye bags and puffiness treatment, which is also amazing. They've got free shipping and a luxury beauty box containing two free gifts with every subscription. Now is the time to go to genucel.com slash y that is g-e-n-u-c-e-l dot com slash y 
Joe Biden gave a uh, pretty dire warning about the future while talking about climate change uh, on The Daily Show. He said that young people between 18 and 35 years old motivated him to sign off on the Inflation Reduction Act, which, you know, is basically him admitting that the Inflation Reduction Act had nothing to do with actually reducing inflation, but rather pushing these uh, green energy initiatives for climate change. And he warned that younger generations would have no future to look forward to if we don't act on climate change. Watch. Who or, or what created the political space for you to take that kind of action? Young people. Young people. A generation, that generation between 18 and 35 now. They're the ones who created the space. They had enough of it. Mm. They had enough of it. I mean, they showed up in the 2020 election. They showed up in the 2022 election. And we passed the largest environmental plan in all of history, over $368 billion dollars. We got it done. And what happened was Mother Nature let her wrath be seen over the last two years. For example, I have traveled on helicopter over more forest area and burned to the ground than the entire state of Maryland. That's how much is burned to the ground. Floods, <laughs> droughts, all the things. And so people can't deny it anymore. If we don't keep the temperature from going above 1.5 degrees Celsius mm. raised, and we're in real trouble. That whole generation is damned. I, I mean, it's oh, not hyperbole. No. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's fascinating because he's talking about all of these younger people and, oh, well, they, they're, they're finally getting active and they're the reason why we had the result we did in 2020 and 2022. I'm like, I mean, I guess I would believe it because young people are stupid and they would vote the wrong way. I mean, you have studies that are coming out within the last couple of years that show that uh, your your brain doesn't reach adulthood until like 30. So I'm like, buddy, that's more of an argument that like young people shouldn't be voting than it is sure. anything else. Yeah. And it shows the indoctrination. Too. Right. This generation has been so indoctrinated with the climate change, global warming garbage that, yeah, they they think that they're in trouble. They believe. You ask uh, 10 people, 18 to 35, how long we have left on the earth, and I'll bet you 70 or 80% are going to tell you mm -hmm. eight years mm -hmm. left because mm -hmm. it was 10 a few when they started saying it. Right. And now it's eight. And nobody ever said that, by the way. Uh, not even the global warming alarmists. You know, Michael Schellenberger, Schellenberger yeah. wrote a, a book about this, uh, about all the dire predictions being made. And he went to the IPCC, who supposedly made the claim that we only had 10 years and then it was going to be catastrophe. He went to the person who supposedly made that claim and the person said, yeah, I never said that. Thanks for asking. I, I've never said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, d droughts, floods... We've always had them. They're antithetical, so I don't understand how we're getting both. But I guess, like, <laughs> you That's know. because it's so bad. We're yeah, in such we, dire we straits. We're, we're having yeah, them both so at that's the same how it, time. it can be cold and, and hot at the same time. Uh -huh. yes. It used to be global warming. Now it's climate change. Well, it was global. Well, first it was acid rain. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, well the glaciers yeah, the were, ozone, gonna, the glaciers yeah. were, yeah, were melting. The ozone. Acid rain, global cooling, global warming, and then they and then they got they got creative, and they were like, "All right, we don't have to change it if we just call it climate change." All encompassing. Then, yeah, everything's included, and that's my age group, which is uh, crazy as hell, all hell because yeah, most people my age and younger are stupid. 
I'll be the first one to <laughs> want to tell you that. So, yeah, I guess you are making a case. It's a great point. He's making a case against that block being um, having the intellectual capacity to be able to make, let's say, proper uh, decisions. But he threw that big number out there. I don't know if anybody paid attention. <clears throat> Like it was, like, what do you say? Like three hundred, three hundred and sixty-eight billion. Billion? Dollars. Like, mm-hmm. you, billion. can you conceptualize yeah. how no. much money that is? No, that's a lot. No, that's a lot of money, lot. man. And he just threw that out there, like, yeah. And <laughs> which is the equivalent? Speaking of acid rain, you're pissing it away. I take it. You're basically <laughs> pissing the money away because you're not gonna stop this whatever they claim that needs to happen mm-hmm. by just spending money. And it's crazy how definitely the modern left, the more authoritarian social justice left. There's not a problem that exists, climate stuff included, that they don't think if we just spend money, well, we take yours to spend it, or we, you know, mm-hmm. sell off assets of unborn people, which is that, right. that led to the inflation that you got right now. We can just spend the money and we'll solve it. And it's like, y'all have been fighting all various sorts of social justice-esque uh, stuff over the past, let's say, decade, probably spent a trillion dollars in that, <laughs> and that, and that window alone and you solved nothing if anything a lot of relations particularly as it pertains to race has gotten worse Mm -hmm. uh in in this country despite you spending all this money on these uh, on this but man it just goes to show how just like he said the fact that a a politician can throw a number out there like that and think somehow that that's good like we have spent this amount we're we're going to probably over i don't know if it's over the next 10 years or how much we're going to spend x amount of money fighting something that we can't we can't fight per se and and everybody just like he just said it like i'm like that was the first thing i picked up when he threw that number three and i was like wait a minute how much money did did this guy just say but i don't think the american people we talk about this on the show all the time sir the american people can't conceptualize these numbers because they get used all the time so when like the trillion dollar stimulus package people are like yeah, it's, okay. just, it's just old, okay. Whatever. I'm like, you know how many O's that is, man? <laughs> That's a lot of O's, bro. <laughs> um, I want, okay, so on the subject, I want to, I want to bring up everyone's, everyone's favorite childhood environmental activist, Greta Thunberg, who uh, quietly deleted a 2018 tweet saying that uh, <laughs> climate change would wipe out humanity unless the world ceased using fossil fuels by 2023. Yeah, well... We're, that's because we're here. It is. It's 2023, and we're still here, and we're still using fossil fuels. Oopsies. So she tweeted out this article by GritPost.com. Uh, this was James Anderson of Harvard University saying that, that that humanity would cease to exist if that didn't happen. And um, sh- that, all, if you go to GritPost.com, the that well, the website no longer exists either. So it turns out that when they're wrong, they just they don't say like oopsie. They just no. they just they just delete every control alt delete like everything from the never internet happened. and just pretend like it mm-hmm. never happened. Mm-hmm. And this chick is still showing up to like actual. I mean, I would argue anyone who shows up there is evil, but like it's an important summit, right? The World Economic Forum. She's showing yeah. up to to these places, and I say it's an important summit because these are like elitists who would really like to take over. And I, well, I won't say those keywords that will get me in trouble on YouTube, but let's just say they would love a really big, amazing do over uh, of globalism. And so, you know, she's showing up to these events. People are still listening to her, and it's like, guys, she was like. 10? Yeah, she was young, man. And she didn't know anything, and she's deleting tweets that she was wrong on. Are we going to stop letting the kids run the show? Or no? That's and true. the answer is no. No, we're, I, we're I mean, really, no. We're not. They're never held accountable for all their 
outrageously stupid predictions. I mean, James Hansen, all of these guys who have been making these predictions, Al like Gore. Al Gore, <laughs> the West Side Freeway is going to be underwater by 1980. Uh, or 2000, uh, the uh, polar ice will be completely gone by 1990. Uh, and imagine how much money he has made. Oh my gosh! It's on on that kind of crazy talks, it's right? Crazy. And, and people call us grifters. I think yeah. one of his predictions like, was that you, the UK, wouldn't exist. It was going to be uh, buried in water. Oh no! It was going to be under. Yeah, Underwater. it was going to be like Atlantis. Uh, we just think. <laughs> hey, remember when there was an island there called? Great Britain? No, I don't remember that at all. Uh, I mean, prediction after prediction, they've all been wrong. Mm -hmm. Their climate models are wrong, mm -hmm. their predictions are wrong, and they're never held accountable. Yeah. I mean, the biggest prediction that they got wrong probably was the COVID stuff, so they got that disastrously wrong. But yeah, they did. Here we are. That's true. That's well. So may okay. So maybe Pat, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit of optimism here on this one. Mm -hmm. Maybe. People have learned their lesson on trusting the experts. I hope they won't so. do it anymore. Although then they also call Greta an expert, so I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'm just trying to be optimistic here. Um, all right, I want to throw in one more story before we have to go to break, which is uh, this meta story that we were talking about before we mm. went on air here. So yesterday, um, in a letter to staff, CEO Mark Zuckerberg of Meta, which you know is Facebook, announced plans to lay off another 10,000 employees in the coming months. And uh, he says the company needs to be more efficient. So um, he says that they are going to invest a lot in advancing AI, which I would love to get y'all's thoughts on. Mine is that uh, it's absolutely terrifying. I, mm -hmm. I stand by that. I recognize like there can be benefits to it. I just don't think it's worth going down that road. <laughs> well, the thing that's important, I guess, to note here with, with a lot of these companies, big companies are going through this right now. You had a, a window or pocket of time where you had all these fake jobs that are being created where people had, you had jobs for the jobs and pretty much, you know, that's how Hollywood operates all the time. You mm -hmm. have uh, right now with Meta's laid off these people, Amazon's laid off folks. We know what happened with Twitter and all that. Like this stuff is happening because now as the, the money is kind of, you know, shortening, it's not going as, as long as they like it to go. And maybe a lot of the things that they were banking on, especially Meta with this Metaverse stuff, that's been a dud for the most part um, for them and putting all this investment into that. It's just not paying off. So we had Bob Iger, for example, with uh, the CEO of uh, Newsy, now CEO, I guess he returned to be the CEO of Disney, who said literally the same thing, almost verbatim. It was like, we got to be more efficient in, in our spending. And that's because the money's not going around like it used to before. So that is where I guess the optimism should lie in that they put a lot, definitely in all these social justice efforts with the diversity mm -hmm. and equity programs and all. Those are the first jobs to go guarantee out of the 10,000, probably 5,000 of those are them fake jobs uh, that they got just to check a box. But we're going to see this probably in the coming years because we see how inflation is impacting even you just as an individual. Think about it as it's impacting uh, them. They tried to act like it mm -hmm. didn't stink for a while, but it's not going to last. Yeah, I, you know, you also think about the people who kept advocating for these minimum wages, right? Like, we have to have $18 minimum wage. We have to have mm -hmm. it. And it's like, I wonder if they're kicking themselves now because we tried to tell them at the time, 
okay, but when you want $18 for working at McDonald's and McDonald's has the opportunity right. to just go get an automatic machine to take everyone's order and spit out their food, you're going to be the first on the chopping block. It, like that's, that's always what's going to happen. And, and it here has, it is. It has to be that way. It does. Right? These, these fast food places can't afford to pay their, their employees who are 15, 16, 17 years old 18, 20, 22 dollars. Right. There was a sign on a Taco Bell near me uh, last year that they not only would you make 20 dollars an hour immediately, but we're going to give you a 10,000 dollar bonus. For no, at Taco Bell, it's they amazing. That almost quit. Here. Yeah, that's like I thought about it. Yeah, that's like do sign you, me up. Do you get free food? <laughs> if you do, I'm willing to talk. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go ahead and take another quick break. We'll be back with more, but uh, I want to talk to you about keeps. So, uh, guys, if you maybe look in the mirror and you're like, ah, I feel like my hairline just doesn't look like it used to, maybe you got a bald spot, um, don't be embarrassed. It's not your fault, but keeps can help you change that. Two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're 35. So that's, again, like you are not alone, but if you want to flip the odds in your favor and save your hair, you can with Keeps. It's very, very simple. Uh, you take a couple pictures of your hair. Um, you send it off to the Keeps lab. A doctor will review, and they're going to give you uh, clinically proven hair loss treatments available. It's all delivered directly to your door. You don't even have to get up off the couch. You can be a couch potato when you do it. Uh, Jason Buttrell actually uh, experienced a regrowth of hair. I think did, Keith did Keith as well. Did as well. Yeah. Pat's producer did as well. Mm -hmm. um, they're like literally, they were, we were watching it in real time mm -hmm. happen. They were growing their hair back that they had already lost. It was really incredible. So uh, if you want to try it, you can go to keeps.com slash Y to get a special offer over at keeps.com slash Y. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Smollett is uh, back in the news because the Nigerian brothers that were hired by him to fake that hate crime. Uh, you guys remember that whole, it's MAGA country. Uh, well, they decided to speak out for the first time since 2019. Here is what they had to say to Fox Nation Watch. He turned around, looked at us, and that's when we started yelling uh, the famous slurs he wanted us to yell. Hey, aren't you that empire hey, Empire fat Nick. It's mega country. Yeah. And then he said, what did you say to me? And then that's when I threw the first punch at him. 
I held the blow because I didn't want to hurt him, of course. So I made it look real, but I held it. Then we started tussling, moving, moving around, and then I threw him to the ground. He wanted it to look like he fought back. That was very important for him because he said, hey, don't just beat my Make it look like I'm fighting back and whatnot. So we did that. And then I threw him to the ground. Uh-huh. And while after I threw him to the ground, I he had no bruise. I wanted it to look more real. So Uh-oh. then I threw him to the ground. After I threw him to the ground, Uh-oh. I used my knuckle Uh-oh. and gave him a noogie. <laughs> oh man, that's a troll, man. That's an that's an absolute troll, bro. Oh, that's great. I love this so much. So <laughs> I'm confused. Um, someone's going to accuse me of being racist, Eric, okay? But why are they called Nigerian brothers? They speak perfect English. It sounds like they don't sound like they're like from It sounds from like they're Nigeria. from here. Obviously, their parents probably are obviously from, from Nigeria. Um, so, why, so would they still be Nigerian? They wouldn't be Nigerian as much as I'm Nigerian. That's what, <laughs> you know that's what I'm and saying. So, like, it's, uh, I was, expe- I was yeah. expecting a different Yeah, same accent. here. When I heard that, I thought that they would like more like they had they were recently like immigrated immigrant, from, immigrated right. from yeah. Wow, Nigeria. you're a white supremacist. But yeah, apparently that's not the case. But yeah, famous French actor, uh, Juicy Smollier, uh, back in the news for, obviously they took it as a joke. They wanted to probably <laughs> took the money, ran with the loot. Was like, yeah, we'll do whatever stupid thing. And like I said, the fact that, um, you know, he didn't get anything harsher out of that, considering. Yeah, he, like, so he, he got he mm. got uh, 150 days in county jail. Yeah. For five, fel- there was five felony counts county of jail. Yeah. Like, that's oh my god. That's that's insane. Like I know if somebody else, like, kind of had those resources being wasted, you'd got the book thrown at you, like, oh, uh, 100 percent. Right. Right. Regular people, but when you're a famous French actor such as him, I guess you can you know, <laughs> get away with it. Golly. And look how harmful that could have been. I mean, uh-huh. you know, the, the next year we're having uh, wild riots all throughout the mm-hmm. country. This could have sparked some uh, if it would have turned out that, yeah, people believed two white MAGA supporters mm-hmm. attacked him at 2 in the morning in Chicago when it's 20 below zero. Uh, the story was just a little bit flawed to begin with, yeah. and I think everybody was somewhat skeptical from from the get-go, thank goodness. And so catastrophe was avoided, but how ridiculous that you got these two Nigerians screaming, this is MAGA country, <laughs> and Jesse Smollett at 2 in the morning. So okay. stupid. Oh, man. It's so stupid. Um, all right, I want to uh, I wanna, I wanna play for you. So James O'Keefe has announced... Um, I can't find this in my notes, but it's fine. James O'Keefe has announced that he is starting another. Here it is. He is creating. He he teased it a little bit. Mm. Of course, he was ousted from Project Veritas. It was this big, uh, dramatic, very awkward at moments uh, situation to watch. And he has announced the uh, beginnings of O'Keefe Media Group. And I want to play the clip with that watch. The irony of the acorn story is that it took a 25-year-old with a hidden camera a few days to do what billion-dollar networks and journalists could not do in a decade. I spent 14 years creating the most effective nonprofit newsroom this country has ever seen. And in paving the way, 
to establish citizen journalism, I have been defamed, arrested, raided, and ultimately removed from the organization I spent so much time developing credibility of. I always knew they would try to ruin the reputations of those who expose them, the pharma giants, the three-letter government agencies, and those who I thought I could trust. But in response, we are going to build an army of investigators and exposers. They have awakened a sleeping giant. I'm back. Remaining by my side are a small, tight-knit group of the most elite journalists in the world. Exposing corruption requires standing up to power because power hates sunlight. We are sunlight. Welcome to the O'Keefe Media Group, where we will never be shut down. Because not only do I own it, but you own it too. Support us and sponsor our army of journalists by becoming a founding member today. There you have it, O'Keefe Media Group. By the way, uh, James, great Easter egg with the Subway sandwich that he accused him of taking from an eight-month <laughs> uh, eight pregnant woman. So but we, we saw it, James, yeah. and yeah. I'm just saying I, I approve. I approve. Yeah. Good luck. I'm game, yeah. That's what that's what it's needed, man. It's an unfortunate situation. Definitely, I can imagine watching uh, you, some of you build like that, and you get mm-hmm. ousted out of that company mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. Uh, Project Veritas is still right now uh, putting out these stories that are getting like no traction mm-hmm. on them. Um, obviously, they're taking the hit, but you know he's going to do his own thing. I'm pretty sure you learn from it. I'm, I'm willing to bet like the kind of corporate setup. I don't know if they're going to probably shouldn't go the whole because you have to have a board going that whole um, nonprofit route. Probably should not do that uh, going forward. He doesn't need me to tell him that at all. But um, yeah, it's um, it's good to see that he's like, okay, let's get back to work. Yeah, we need him. Yeah. Uh, I think the board suggestion is a really good one. Good safety tip. Mm. Don't don't go public. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> Stay private. Own the company and don't get kicked out of it. Right. That's, right. Uh, it was, I mean, it was a, it, you had good intentions, but, yeah. you know, they can always be exploited. Um, all right. Uh, we got to take another quick break, but want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So Tommy John, you got to check out their website. They've, first of all, they've got stuff for men and women. I know a lot of people know Tommy John for their un, their men's underwear. Well, they make it all now. So you can go there uh, for men, women. You can get underwear. You can get loungewear. Uh, you can get pajamas. Um, it really is the most comfortable thing you can put on your body. Look, I got. I talk about com- comfort. I have my sheets, okay, that, that you hear me talk about, and I have my Tommy John. And I am totally set. It really is. Uh, Pat, am I lying? Oh, not at all. I love them. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it feels it feels so ma- soft and comfortable. It feels magical. It does. I got to tell you, it feels magical every time I put it on my body. Um, and I used to think that people were, were like, oh, my God, you're exaggerating. It can't be that comfortable. And then I got some for myself and I was like, oh, no, they're exactly right. And I actually am really <laughs> passionate about this. Um, so you got to try it. You can go to TommyJohn.com slash why. Uh, and you, by the way, they have a best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So you got nothing to lose. And you can get 20% off of your first order if you use that link tommyjohn.com slash why I don't know how much of an eye you guys have been keeping on what's been going on um, with the FAA and aviation safety but there have been a lot of like crazy crazy things that have been happening in the skies lately and a former Delta Airlines pilot is trying to raise awareness about issues with aviation safety uh, saying that we are at a critical waypoint 
after observing an unusual number of commercial aviation incidents. This is Lee Moak, who previously piloted Boeing 767 planes for Delta and served as president of the Airline Pilots Association. Uh, he, you know, went through some of these uh, December 18th, uh, United Airlines Boeing 777, just seconds into takeoff from the island of Maui, climbed to uh, 2,220 feet before entering a steep dive and coming, oh, just within 775 feet of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, a bunch of people were hurt. There were some near collisions um, in several different airports. I mean, there have been things that have been going on for a while. And, you know, meanwhile, I don't know if you guys caught this a couple weeks ago, uh, Joe Biden's nominee for the position of FAA administrator, that would be the person that is in charge of running the Federal Aviation Administration, um, he just had his Senate confirmation hearing and um, <clears throat> didn't go well. Watch. So, Mr. Washington, can you quickly tell me uh, what airspace requires an ADSB transponder? Not sure I can answer that question right now. That's, oh. that's okay. We'll just keep going. So okay. um, that's a that's a pretty important part. <laughs> so what are the six types of special use airspace that protect this national security that appear on FAA charts? Uh, sorry, Senator, I cannot answer that question. Okay. Oh. So what are the operational limitations of a pilot Great. flying under basic med? Senator, I'm not a pilot, so. Uh, but I, obviously, you'd ever see the F Federal Aviation mm -hmm. Administration. So. Um, any, any idea what those uh, restrictions are under basic med, quickly? Uh, well, uh, some of the restrictions I think would be high blood pressure. Uh, some of them would be... No. Uh, it, it's more like how many passengers per airplane, oh, how many pounds okay. mm. in different categories, mm -hmm. and uh, what, ele what uh, altitude uh, okay. you can fly under. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, wow. um, I am already very fearful of flying. I just, it's like one of my, you know, we talk about phobias. That actually is a phobia that I do have. Okay, you got me. Um, this is terrifying to me that we seem to be focusing more on diversity hires. Um, yep. uh, the FAA, uh, this pilot that I talked about earlier says that the FAA has been underfunded for a very long time. So I guess maybe they're dealing with that. But like, I'm just not confident that these pilots are qualified to carry me in a, a giant metal tube um, thousands of, of feet into the sky. No, they are. They're just dodging a lot of Chinese spy balloons right now. And that's why that's there's right. so many That's right. That's right. You're right. You're so, right. You're right. You know, the, there's a lot the to sky consider. is yeah. just congested with yeah. the Chinese balloons. That's true. And that makes it tough. That's true. Uh, <laughs> has there ever been a nominee by Joe Biden that is qualified for the position he's been nominated no, for? Literally, no. I, that's astounding. And how embarrassing for the greatest nation on the planet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Formerly greatest nation. <laughs> I think Zimbabwe just passed. <laughs> uh, but just it's frightening. It really is. Yeah. I mean, th this this is where DEI goes, right? Th yeah, this is no. the end result of that. That's with everything. It's not just with entertainment. It's things that are less entertainment. It's things that are based on necessity because these people have become so obsessed with stuff like, I don't know, disparity and, oh, this certain human affair or job title has X amount of types of people and we need to diversify mm -hmm. it. I mean, they don't look at it in any sort of context. And this is exactly what you get when you get that. You get people that are often underqualified that are being placed in positions that they have no business. So I wouldn't, I don't know exactly what that man's, um, uh, uh, what made him, I guess, qualified, let's say for the position, but yeah, it's part for the course. I mean, you consider with, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg and what he, what it is that he's doing and his lack of expertise in anything right. as it pertains to like transportation. He's he, there, there's nothing that he's done that gave him 
uh, that lends him any credit to that title, but he has it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you got people that are making these decisions on your behalf that are, that probably know as much about it as you do, right. um, as just a regular individual that didn't study it by any means. So mm-hmm. it's very dangerous. But you know, this could see this. I guess is more obvious. I don't know if you remember with the. Well, I can't remember what airlines it was that did that. Had that post going around not too long about long ago about like what type it was like during I don't know if it was during the Pride Month or whatever it was and they were talking about hey we're hiring these types of pilots I'm like man I'll make sure not to ride your stuff yeah. not because they gay but because I know that's the only reason why you put them there right it's like I I, I I genuinely you can be gay I don't care I just want you to be good at flying yeah exactly that's all I want really please um, all right we got to take a break we'll be back like I literally could not care less. Hey, I forgot to tell you earlier, so I'll tell you now. uh, Make sure, if you have gotten this far in the program, uh, make sure to like, hit the thumbs up, like this post. Uh, I I said, just gently tap it. I don't, I'm not going to tell you to smash it. I'm not going to tell you to, to... what is the, what are some of the other things they say, Eric? That's, that's the main one. The big Smash that smash like button. Crush one. that like button. I don't need to just just tap, just to gently tap it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to this channel and uh, give us a comment. Tell you what, tell us what you think, and that will help more people be able to view this show in all its glory. And for those of you who have not yet heard, uh, we are doing a new segment on Fridays called Dear Sarah because. Abby ain't got nothing on me. So uh, make sure if you need advice, if you need dating tips, if you need uh, just life advice, general life advice, you can email me here at dearsarah at theblaze.com. We will be reading some of those um, on Friday, each Friday. So make sure that you tune in. Also make sure to check out ripaverse.com for Eric's non-woke comics, which are great. And make sure that you tune in to Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can hear anywhere you get your podcasts. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.